0: Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for those who want to go deep on topics such as entrepreneurship, personal growth, social media, wellness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, retired corporate girl turned full-time online influencer and entrepreneur. There's no gatekeeping here, just real and raw conversations that are meant to raise your vibe and elevate your life. Are you ready? Let's go. what is up you guys welcome back to the high vibe podcast i know i went a little m.i.a in this whole series i was back and then i was gone and truth be told i want to give you a little bit of a life update and then we're going to resume to normal programming but basically what happened is i knew i was going to be gone for an entire month traveling through bali and thailand hosting a retreat And then from there, meeting up with friends and just traveling on my own for an extended vacation. I planned on wholeheartedly posting every single week and going live with these episodes. I actually recorded eight weeks worth of episodes that were supposed to go live while I was gone and then even then some so I didn't have to do recording when I came back. And what happened is the week leading up to the trip, I had a podcast episode drop, and I was so busy just finishing up campaigns, preparing for this trip that I didn't even promote the podcast. And it was such an amazing one. If you haven't listened to the previous episode with Lauren Jumps, it's only on audio, the camera. We had some technical difficulties, so it didn't get recorded for YouTube. But the audio and the conversation that I got to have with Lauren Jumps was amazing. So go listen to that podcast episode if you haven't. But I didn't even get to promote it. And then as the trip started and we were hosting a retreat, we had 17 people confirmed on this trip, it just got hectic and it got crazy. And it got to the point where I had episodes ready to post, descriptions made for these episodes, everything ready to go, but I didn't have time to create any promo material and showing up on my stories and promoting these episodes on other platforms. So usually what I do when an episode goes live is that I'm promoting on TikTok. I'm making shorts from the videos and promoting them on YouTube shorts and on Instagram and stories and doing all of this stuff to promote the podcast so that you can hear it. And I didn't have time, the bandwidth, the energy or anything like that to do all the promo for these episodes. And I didn't wanna just post and ghost and not promote these episodes. And run the chance of them not getting heard because I'm obsessed with every single conversation, every single interview I had with some incredible humans from entrepreneurs to travel creators and everything in between. And I didn't want those podcasts to not get heard because I wasn't putting the time and energy into marketing and promoting them. So I decided to give myself a break and just not post any of the podcast episodes that I had ready to go and wait until I came back to reschedule and relaunch all of these podcast episodes. So now we're back. I am fully back and ready to go. It's been a week since I arrived back in the States in Southern California from Southeast Asia, and it took me honestly a full week to get in the swing of things and not wake up at two in the morning. <laughs> so now i'm back and ready to go and ready to start sharing with you all these beautiful conversations that i have but before i do before i release all of those episodes i wanted to just give you that little life update about what's going on with me and then really reflect on this trip from bali in thailand i hosted my first ever retreat which was incredible i didn't even know if it was something that i was going to want to do again because it was my first time doing it and it was such a beautiful experience. I literally cried at the end of the retreat that we are definitely gonna be hosting another one next year, me and Lauren, my co host and shuffle sister. So we will definitely be hosting another retreat where, when, all of that is to be determined, but stay tuned for that. And when we have all of the details for it in 2024, we will let you know. Actually, this is my first time even announcing that we're going to do another one, but we definitely are. We had such an amazing time. And I fell in love with everyone on this trip. I wanted to share three lessons that I learned while being gone for a whole month in Bali and Thailand. I think you can really learn these lessons anywhere, but there's something... To be said, when you're traveling in a developing or third world country and you're really seeing people's lifestyles and cultures that are so different from America, like it's so different there. So it was really educational. I think traveling is such a privilege and it's so educational and eye-opening whenever you can really just get a sneak peek into someone else's life. Then you get out of your own little bubble. So let's drop right into the three lessons. The first one is the concept of universal language. When you're in countries where you can't speak the same language, right? In Bali, they speak a lot of English, so it's easy to get around. But when we were in Thailand, there was no English. It was very minimal, especially on the islands where we're at in very sleepy towns. There were some people that spoke English at like the resorts. But when you're going to restaurants and shops, the communication drivers, all of that stuff, it was very difficult to communicate obviously there's google translate which we did use a couple times but you start to pick up on having a conversation with someone without using language like body language energy a smile just the vibes and i thought it was so beautiful when we didn't have language to communicate with someone just being able to communicate and exchange energy so i'll give you an example, one of my favorite moments, and a lot of things when I look back, a lot of my favorite memories was interacting with the locals and hearing their story and hearing their life and all of that stuff. It's just such a beautiful experience to be able to connect with people on the other side of the world that live a completely different life than you. But one of my favorite memories was when you're in Thailand and we're on our way back from dinner and it's you know late at night. And we pass by one of the resorts and they're at their restaurant in front of the resort and everything's closed. It's just the staff that's there. And they're playing like dance music, but it's definitely in a different language. I don't know. I've never heard the song. And they're just like partying and having a blast. And I walk by and I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, we start dancing. And then one of the girls starts getting up and she starts dancing with me. And we just start dancing with each other for like five minutes. And we didn't say one word to each other. We were just vibing together and dancing. And I wish I would have gotten this on video, but some of the best things you just don't capture. You're just in the moment, you know? And I'll this was recorded in my mind forever. And I was just dancing with her and we were vibing and we were having such a great time. And it was just like lot we were laughing and we were smiling and at the end we just like hugged and then we went on our way and it was such a beautiful moment to share with that person who I We'll probably never see again. I never even got her name or anything like that. But just to exchange that energy with someone, it was beautiful. And there was so many other moments like that where it's a smile, it's a fist pump, it's a hug, it's just a bow and really exchanging that energy. So there's universal languages beyond the tongue or the language that you speak. And I think when you're in a foreign country, where they don't speak english or they don't speak your native language being able to tap into that and just notice it and notice how you communicate with people when the language isn't there and it's such an interesting perspective but such a beautiful one and i hope you guys all get to experience this at some point point. and like i said i understand traveling is such a privilege i never got to travel i didn't leave the country until I was 22. That was my first time ever being able to leave the country and I actually went to Thailand. And it was my graduation present that I gave to myself. I fully funded it, paid for it myself after I started my big girl job. So I am fully aware that not everyone has the opportunity to travel or leave the country, but nowadays there's, there's so many different ways, especially if you're living in the United States or in a more developed country, where there's a will, there's a way. And to get out there and to create those memories and those experiences, I think, is really, really special. So I guess my biggest lesson is to challenge you, even when you're in your own country and you're speaking the same language as someone, like, see if you can tap into those universal languages, energy, smiles, hugs, vibes, all of that stuff. And just see if you can hone in on that and just tap into it and and see how it kind of changes your perspective or makes you see things differently, see situation differently. I notice that I'm actually more in tune in a different way when I'm not talking and I'm just observing. So that's lesson number one. The second lesson that I learned while traveling in Bali and Thailand, and this isn't really a new lesson, it's just a reminder, is perspective. It's so easy. To get lost in your own bubble, to get caught up in your own world and your own goals and your own problems and forget how big the world is and how much you have to be grateful for. I know for me, I have grown up living a really good life. I grew up, yes, with a single mom and we weren't like amazingly wealthy or anything like that, but we always had a roof over our head. We always had clothes and I never went hungry. And so while it wasn't like I grew up in this like super wealthy affluent family, it was lower middle class, you know, but it was my life that I was used to. I didn't really know anything else. I didn't, I, I saw people that had more money than me that were wealthier that had two parents working full-time jobs. And obviously I was like, oh, I wish we could have those things and the newest clothes and all of that stuff. But I was grateful for what we had. And, you know, I never really thought about anything else. And then as I started to grow up and live in a more affluent city in Santa Monica, it's easy to get caught up in this bubble. It's easy to get caught up in first world problems and forget just how much I have to be grateful for the home that I live in, living close to the beach in a beach city, the gym membership that I have, the community, the Ability to work wherever I want, when I want, all of that stuff. And yes, I work really, really hard, but the opportunities that I have living in the States and living in a more developed country, it it just doesn't compare if I was born in a third world country or a developing country where people are living in the same clothes for their entire life. And so it's just one of those things where when you see how people live in... We saw people living in shacks, whole families, entire families in one room where all the locals lived. And then it was a little bit off the beaten path from where all the tourists lived. And it just it just reminds me, like, if a little boy or a little girl growing up in that situation wanted a different life, I, w- I don't want to say they wouldn't be able to do it, but the roadblocks in front of them and the difficulty to make it happen is way harder and a lot of times it doesn't happen in their lifetime a lot of people that immigrate to different countries do that to try and have their children live a better life so i have so much respect for anyone that comes from immigrants i know my grandparents are immigrants so one of them like i'm thankful for my grandparents that came here and lived in the slums and grew up impoverished so that their future generations, like my parents and me could have a better life. And it just really puts things into perspective at how many opportunities we have. Like I know America is not perfect, but the amount of opportunities that we have here compared to someone growing up in a third world country like that is insane. So it's just a reminder to look at your life and look at all of the things that you have, the abundance that you have in your life, the things that you do have to be grateful for, the fact that you're watching or listening to this podcast episode shows me that you have access to to technology, to the internet, right? That already puts you leaps and bounds above a lot of other people in this world. So just perspective and having perspective and having that reminder to get out of my own little bubble and to see how so many other people live around the world. I remember we were walking down the street at night and it was like really busy touristy era and it was a Friday night at like 10 o'clock at night and Garrett and I were just walking and we saw this woman, middle-aged woman, making jewelry on on the sidewalk of the street and her little girl, I mean maybe five years old, was just sleeping across her lap in the middle of the street on a Friday night And I just remember seeing that and just being like, wow. And that girl probably just doesn't even know anything different, right? Like that's her life. It's hard to explain because you feel like pity for these people, but then these people don't know anything else. So then it makes you and reminds you of what you do have to be grateful for. And it just really put things into perspective and made me want to work and contribute to greater causes beyond myself and one day being able to build opportunities whether it's education or school or something like that in developing countries that teaches them English and all that stuff like it made me just have this bigger vision of something that I wanted to do to contribute and I don't know what that looks like yet but the seed has been planted so that was the second lesson that I really learned from this this trip and Like I said, not a new lesson, just a reminder. And the last one, and this is one that I didn't even realize was something that I personally gravitate towards and that I like to do while traveling until we went on this trip and the retreat was hosted and we were partnered with a company and we had a very rigid schedule and we were following this itinerary and then things to do and places to hit. And it made me realize that For traveling, at least in my personal experience, but I challenge you to try this if you're someone who likes to have a buy the book itinerary every time you travel, keep it light, make room for magic. The most core memories that I have from all of my times of traveling were never planned. They were spontaneous, they were random, they were meeting someone at a local bar, talking to the bartender, getting lost in little Tokyo in Paris and meeting people that you never would have come across and having these beautiful conversations and experiences and laughing and just magic, like magical moments. Those are all of the memories that I will remember for the rest of my life and I didn't plan any of them. It wasn't like I was going to hit a tourist spot or had to go on excursion or a tour or anything like that. And while those things are fun, And I think they're awesome. They're not the things that I remember like with an emotional memory, you know what I mean? The things that I remember with an emotional memory are the things where it just wasn't planned at all. And I just let the universe and let the locals and let the magic guide me and it created these memories. So when traveling, leave room for those magical moments. When I look back at the retreat, my favorite parts about the retreat was everything in between the agenda. (laughs) It was all of the times that we were in the lobby just having conversations with each other, making jokes, having fun, all of those things, like the spontaneity of it. So if you're not someone that is used to that or used to that while traveling, like you like to have a plan, you like to have an agenda, I just challenge you like for one day, go out into the city or go out to wherever you're at without any expectations without any plan and just go and just see what happens, see where you end up, see the connections or the people that you meet. I guarantee it won't be what you expected, but if you're not expecting anything, I mean, the sky's the limit and you only have opportunities to create beautiful memories. Those were my three lessons or reminders that I wanted to share with you guys from my travels in Bali and Thailand. And I am back. I am settled in. I'm not going anywhere. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you are excited about the future episodes, make sure to subscribe. If you like this podcast, if you've listened to past episodes, please, please, please share it with a friend. Comment. Leave a review. Leave a review. That's how this podcast will get put on charts and more people will be able to hear it, leaving reviews and sharing the podcast and obviously your downloads and subscriptions. So I love you guys and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit ToriNachino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.